And welcome into the Barbershop 918. You're up in there with your man, Big Drew. Big, Big Drew. J-Rock. Boom. Ouch. And one and only Raw Dog. We got a jam-packed show for you today. A pack with jam, baby. A little bit. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's not a fully jam-packed show. Matter of fact, it's a very condensed show. It's, uh, I don't know. I couldn't think. Like It's sort of like the powdered milk. You know? Yeah. It's yeah, a condensed pop milk version. That's that's yeah. what we should call the show. All right. <laughs> word on the street. It's a sweet one. There you go. Short and sweet. Let's get to it. All right. So in the music news, what you got, Jay? Not, I mean, I wasn't feeling that from uh, Raw Dog. I feel like he should do it over hey, again. man. We ain't got time, bro. This is the welfare check version of the show. Dang. Okay. Well, uh. Hold on, man. You got to get the people what they want now. All right. Uh, putting pressure on me, man. Word on the street. It's a sweet one. Oh, God. That was bad. Are you satisfied? Yes, now I have Thank energy to give the music news now. Raw Dog with the A and B selection. I Thank like you, that. sir. I'm a conduit. Church. Church. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, in the music news, uh, sad to report, pretty much it's been on the national news and everywhere uh, this past Sunday afternoon. Uh, Grammy-nominated rapper Nipsey Hussle uh, was murdered in his neighborhood in California. It's a very somewhat... I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to explain, in my opinion. Uh, you know, with social media and the way people report things, it's like it's kind of like it's had an effect on myself and a lot of people because for one, it happened. Two, you know, everybody feels as if they are CNN and they're reporting all of this stuff. Everything from the government hired somebody to kill them to people posting the videos of the surveillance camera and then people recording his his girl going into the hospital saying I'm looking for him and everything. It's just it's a very trying time. Uh, Nipsey wasn't, you know, uh, a perfect person. He switched, changed his life around and everything. And, you know, it's just it's just been hard for the community because you couldn't find many people who didn't like him. You know, just about every rapper in the game, every athlete, they have quoted things about him or said things about how he was. And it's just sad. And the suspect was killed. I mean, excuse me, the suspect was arrested yesterday, uh, about 20 uh, minutes away from... What happened? Where it happened? Eric Holder. It caught me off guard because Eric Holder is the United States Attorney General. That is his <laughs> name as well. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. it, it caught me. It caught me off guard because I'm like, hold up! Did the government really uh, <laughs> have something to do with this? But uh, it's a very sad situation. Um, Raw Dog, what's your what's your take on what happened? Um, you know what? I, I didn't really know a whole lot. About Nipsey Hussle, I, I knew, I knew, I knew very little. I'd heard some of his music. Uh, the most that I know about this young man was mainly through my kids, um, and to see their reaction to, uh, you know, this man's untimely death, I got it. You know what I mean? I got it because it took me right back to '98. You know when we lost Pac and we lost Biggie. So I got it, and I heard a lot about him since then, as far as how he 
uh, was basically trying to save his community. Um, and that the man was a lot deeper than your average rapper. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this touches upon, you know, conspiracy theorist theories. This touches upon black on black crime. Uh, his death touches upon a lot of, you know, not very old issues that we continue to talk about day in and day out, but we don't do anything about it. You know, uh, whether the government's involved or whether it was just uh, senseless black on black crime. What are we doing about it? We're, no, we're doing nothing. Um, Mr. Mr. Hustle was just another, unfortunately, another young man taken out, as many young men have been taken out uh, on these streets, man. You know, he just happened to be somebody that had really made an impression on his community. Um, so it, it's unfortunate, man. And, and, I, and I feel for the generation that really knew who this guy was. I'm not, I'm not going to even act like I, I was a big fan because I really didn't know him that much. I heard some of his music. It was pretty dope as far as I could tell. Uh, but really, I'm really getting that hurt that people are feeling through my my uh, my son and my daughter who who loved his music and loved him. So, you know, it's unfortunate, bro. It's really unfortunate. Yeah. So I, and I have the same exact take as you just not being connected to him and who he was as a rapper. Before I exited radio, I remember getting uh, through DigiWax a lot of his, I guess, you know, first singles, but never really even, honestly, I'm gonna be honest, I never gave it too much of a listen just because I thought the name was gimmicky. Because, you know, when you're older, you think of, uh, you know, Nipsey uh, <laughs> <Nipsy> Russell. <laughs> yeah. And so it kind of, I never gave him a fighting chance. But then like a little bit later on, I heard other people mention him and I listened to a few songs in and after his death, even listening to some of it. And he was, I I say every generation needs a great voice. I think the unfortunate nature is not every generation's great voice needs to die. And that appears to be the pattern. So very saddened by his death uh, and what it meant to just that community losing a hero and those kids losing a father and that woman losing, uh, uh, I guess, husband or a protector and everything else. So that's well, the you know, that's the sad. All the people out there talking about Nipsey Russell Benton died. Right. Yeah. So, you know, some 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 confused older people. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, no, that's not the same person. The one from the Wiz, oh no! <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> no, Grandma. <laughs> Grandma, just 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 stop it. Just stop talking, Grandma. <laughs> Toto, take that, take Dorothy, but don't take. Me. You mean the one that said, "Pass some oil to me, that guy"? <laughs> <laughs> no, Grandma, shut up. <laughs> All right. So, uh, outside of that, and the word on the street, we also got our box office report. Man, what you got for us? Is well, let us know. Week, who's the top five? Who is the top yeah. five from last week? Well, number five, we have a, a, a five feet apart, which is basically a melodramatic kind of, you know, two people that are sick that are in love with each other type of movie. Uh, definitely for the for the teenage um, section. Uh, we have a movie that I have never heard of. That's in number four called Unplanned. I have no idea. What I saw a few commercials for it. Yeah, it's none we would see. Well, well, I don't even know what it, I don't even know what it's about, but it's unplanned and it made six million. So whoever's putting this movie out did a good job. Uh, at number three, we got Captain Marvel, the former number one, 
At number two, still hanging in there, man. After like this might be what third week. It's us at number two. We made thirty-three mil this weekend, and at number one, of course, Dumbo. Forty-five. I didn't even know that was released this week, man. Yeah, and see, it's West Coast spring break time, so you got it's a somewhat of a kids movie, but it's one of those movies that I think only adults even know about Dumbo to force their kids to go see it. You know, it is. It is. And you know, from what I've been told, there's there the the fact that it's a real live action movie really uh, adds to the magic of the fact that you know he's a flying elephant with with, with big ears. You know how yeah. they put that off. You know uh, CGI wise. So he's the elephant in the room. He's the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Drew. As far as what's coming out this weekend, it really depends on what your taste are, man. I know y'all have seen commercials for Pet Cemetery, right? Yeah. Looks real creepy, don't it? Yep. Yeah. I, the first one was. First one was creepy. This one looks creepier somehow. I don't know how they, he managed to do it. But this one comes out this Friday. Uh, now, if you want to, you know, watch a civil rights kind of movie, then The Best of Enemies with uh, uh, Taraji P. Henson. I know, I know you've seen the commercial, right, where she plays yeah, the older I do. Yeah, she got a little afro. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, she's going hard with that southern accent. Uh, and then also this same week, Shazam. I know what Shazam is, right? Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal movie? No, not Kazam, bro. Shazam. <laughs> Kazam was terrible, by the way. It was. I am Kazam. My son somehow has a book. I guess when the library was just throwing away books, he grabbed the Kazam, the movie, the book. Oh, my God. That was a... Book adaptation, good mm. lord! And that, I, don't know, I don't know which one was worse, Kazam or or Steel. Steel was pretty bad. Ray J was in Steel. That makes it worse. <laughs> Ray J stains everything that he's in, it, including Kit. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh my God! <laughs> Are we gonna have to edit that out? <laughs> Mo- moving on, moving on. <laughs> My name that's is Raw Dog. That's it, man. <laughs> I can't top that. <laughs> All right, so the last part, uh, I'm going to give you guys a preview of next week's Word on the Street. We're going to get into a deep conversation about the show Boomerang. We don't got much time to get into it today, but Raw Dog has a beef, a strong beef with the show Boomerang, as well as I have a review of On My Block, On My Block is Back, and I Cried, Man, Dirty Tears, the oh, first wow. episode, so wow. it's good. I want to talk about that, and uh, I also finished the season of Black Lightning. I waited till it was on Netflix because I wasn't messing with the CW app. It was too many commercials. Wow. So we're gonna talk about. We got a lot to talk about next week in the word on the street as far as television is concerned. Right now, let's talk a little bit of NBA because it was a uh, good television. I normally don't like watching when the NBA is on TNT. Um, and last night I actually slept throughout most of it, but I woke up and watched the highlights. And players only didn't do bad uh, at halftime covering uh, the Thunder game as well as just. But you can tell with this players only, don't you? You can tell. <laughs> you can tell because there's going to be a lot of words just missing, just slang. Lots of sir. Yeah, I swear, like I, I promise, I know Baron Davis cussed once, and I it was just—it was subtle. It was in between words where he just 
He didn't say the he didn't put the T on it, but he just was like S H I I I. And I then know, yeah. I know you must have you have you must have. I feel say Baron Davis was on the Knucklehead podcast with Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson. He was letting them fly. Um, hey, Baron yeah, so don't he, care, bro. Yeah, Baron do not care. But he, you know, Russell made history with twenty rebounds, twenty one to twenty one assists, uh-huh. and twenty points. Which hadn't been done since uh, Wilt the Stilt, uh, but it was against a Lakers team without LeBron. So you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like <laughs> Metalock Lemon uh, bragging about you know his passing skills against the Washington Generals. I mean, you know, okay, all right, whatever, bro. I mean, you supposed to do that. But- I'm, I'm be honest with you, the Washington Generals is the best way to describe the Lakers cast. <laughs> <laughs> And and Lance, yeah, all of Lance Stevenson. That's that. Yeah. Don't, hey, don't Lance play too much? He do. He do. He's that dude that you end up having to like fight a little bit. Yeah, like, like you still play be too cool. much. Yeah, yeah. Like, you really for real get he get your blood pressure up. Yeah, yeah, man. You think everything is a joke, you know? Russell's about to slap the <laughs> out of him. Hey, Lance be doing borderline gay stuff to you, and you supposed to act like you ain't supposed to get mad about it. So if I blew in your ear, like even over the phone, like right now, if I was like, <sighs> you kind of mad. You play too much. You play too much, man. <laughs> like, hey, man, you want to stop that, bro? Like, really? <laughs> and Lance will do that, man. He, he He's like the Dennis Rodman of, of 2018 right now. Yeah. Dennis Rodman was, was he was the queen at doing that, boy. Yes, he yes, was. He- Literally. <laughs> as far as that, that's a good game. But as far as the outlook of the rest of the season, the Thunder, even if they went on a winning streak, still could only get to 49 games, right? Because only right. four games left. So, right. like, we, we perform below status, but at least we're guaranteed to get in the playoffs. Whether somebody else just – because I'm looking at – I looked at everyone else's schedules. At best, we may jump to the seven – Maybe six. All depends on how the how we play against the Clippers. If the Clippers lose, and then we beat the Clippers, maybe we can leapfrog the Clippers. So I don't want to see the Golden State Warriors in the first round, man. No. Better off, you know, going against Denver, and they still may beat us because they're yeah. good this year. Yeah, I believe Denver would beat us in the playoffs. I believe Denver's the only chance that we could potentially get a game or two. I don't believe we can get it. I think we might be able to get a game against. When was the last time we beat a team? In a, in a series. Yeah, yeah, think about that for 2016, a 2016, San Antonio. Oh, is that when KD was still with the with the team? Uh-huh. Oh. So we we've not gotten out the first round since then. Not since then. Lost to the Rockets. The team has never beat another team in a playoff series, ever. Wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's disconcerting when you think about it. When you think about all of the accolades he's received, yet he cannot get his team past the first round. Our performance is dastardly in the last two years. Nice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to give me half a credit for that, right? Yes. Yeah, I've been trying to use that word for the last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think we're going to – I think Russ is going to end up in one of those Chris Paul situations where it's going to be later on in his career before he gets out of that second round um, 
by himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, or as the team as it is now, or we're just one really good piece away. Like maybe, I don't know. I don't know. If we had a consistent big man down there with Steve Adams, like a, a, an incredible power forward who knew how to stretch that floor. Not, I mean, I like Jeremy Grant and everything, but his shooting, his shooting is okay, and he's not big enough to really bang down there with some of the big boys. So he's almost just kind of okay. We need somebody superb, man, that garners attention so that uh, they can play the inside-out game. If if Russell Westbrook and, and Paul, Paul George want to be shooting jump shots, then we need another another threat. Uh, down down near the court, man. We need somebody with some old man strength, like yeah. Nene. That can back somebody down. Somebody got that old man strength, like you just. Yeah, he, he gave us that. He gave us the business two years ago. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so he did. we need to be on the lookout for that. And so next week, man, when we got a little bit more time, we're gonna go a little bit deeper into our Thunder talk and a little bit deeper with NBA talk in general, because we're gonna be uh, knowing what the playoffs are gonna look like. We're gonna be able to put it out there and give you our predictions both east and west so we got a really good show coming your way uh next week with that as well as we're gonna get into some nfl talk now right now we're gonna close out the show with a little bit of a hood discussion this week in light of uh nipsey uh hustle passing away it got me to really thinking about the idea of just like the value of the black man not just in his community but even globally um down through the years through history we've been erased from the history books um and there's so many different things that we've contributed to societies, not just American society, but just in general. And so I thought about all of this just because I was looking at what Nipsey Hussle meant to his community. Like so many different things, the power of him just being a father, him being a community leader, him being, you know, a good man. That's something that we all are. So when it comes, when it boils down to it, it's a value to us, man. Like I'm listening to Jay talk about his life as a educator, you raw dog as a, as a man who raised kids who were in college and has pursued your dreams and used your talents. This is a beautiful thing, man, just to be a black man. And last thing I'm going to say about this before I pass it to you guys, raw dog said something last week that really clicked in with me, that there's this negative perception out there that black men and black women are at odds. And it couldn't be any further from the truth. And I think one of the ways that we can we can start this conversation of showing how beautiful uh, the relationships are between black men and black women and black love in general is to build each other up. And so sometimes it's difficult for you to build up maybe black women if you never hear black men be built up and you never know how uh, how precious of a commodity you are to society and how beautiful God made you. So for me, that's why I wanted to bring up this discussion and just even just, even if it's, it don't have to be a deep conversation. It's just, what? Do, how do you feel as a black man? How do you want to address this guy? I've, here's the thing, man. I, I think if, if young black men would just value life in general, I think uh, mm -hmm. you have been des desensitized to life. Uh, the the value of in life, I mean a black life yes, but just a life in general. They are really quick to take someone's life, and don't really have any kind of a reaction to it. These men, these young black men weren't always like that. 
they they became this. No child is born being desensitized to someone's life. This is something that's being taught. You know what I mean? So uh, we before we can even get to the point where another black man um, values another black man's life, we got to find out why are young black men not valuing life, period. Why it's so easy for them to take one and then go eat at Chick-fil-A. I don't understand that. You know, I mean, obviously, in black America, man, we've always had gangs. We've always had these issues amongst ourselves, you know. But I don't think it was ever a situation where we didn't value life. It's at that point now where they just don't care. They have the gun, so therefore they need to use it, period, you know. So we 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 got to find out why these young men don't value life. I'm sure there's multitudes of reasons why, but man, until we start finding out some solutions, we're just basically talking about the side of our next, our next for this next generation. We just we can't have them going down the same path that some of us have gone, and seeing the result of that. Yet they still don't value life. Yeah, J Rock. Man, as far as what we're talking about, like it, it starts at home, and as, as sad as it seems, like we we all all of us on this uh, call, we all have dealt with you know the black man being missing from the household, and that's where it starts. Like when, when it's not a black man in the household, I feel like that they kind of like, well, excuse me, not a black man, but a man in the house. If I feel like that's where it's hurting you know, this generation, because this generation is like a lot of angry men. Like right now, like in my line of work is just on a daily basis. You can see like a lot of hurt uh, young men, like where to me, like they want to take their anger and aggression out on women. Cause like, I can see that how they talk to a teacher or how I see they talk to a counselor. Like that's come from being in a household where daddy's not there and mama's raising you and mama sometimes says things and does things that you don't like so it's just like a lot of hurt behind that like all that anger where if they had somebody who could just hug them and talk to them you know you open up you get that person that opens up to you like the whole thing with with, what happened with Nipsey Hussle it, it hurts because he was a black man in his neighborhood trying to do better through his clothing line, his clothing store, all the businesses that he owned, the STEM research that he was doing, the documentary that he was working on, all this stuff that he was doing was gonna was to help out his community. And even like just his hustle and his grind in the music business, a lot of people can take uh, you know tips on what he did because he mastered and followed what Master P Jay Prince, Jay-Z, and Rockefeller Records did like going the independent route. And so with his life to be taken by somebody that he knew that was close to him, you know, that that that's sad. And like Raw Dog said, we have to value life more as black people because uh, a friend of mine, he had posted on Facebook how everybody's always saying the police is shooting black people and nobody is doing anything. He was like, you know, if you look at our hometown, this year, there's been X amount of killings, and of the killings that were uh, African-American males, 
all six of them were killed by another African-American male. And he said, you know, we, we spent a lot of time wanting to run down the police, but why don't we run down the people in our own neighborhood? Because that's what we're doing. We're killing each other. So we just we just got to, as a as a entire race, we just got to just continue to lift each other up and not result to violence and everything, because that's this is getting sickening that, you know, you look outside and look on the news and it's nothing positive. It's all negative stuff. Yeah. I think it's time for us to start as men who are existing in these spaces uh, and functioning as black men with pride. I think it's time for us to start uh, sounding the alarm a lot more to the younger generation that the narrative is not real. That what you see with uh, what's going on in music and the videos, you know, and, and just what you hear isn't always what's true. You know, when you see someone like uh, a Kanye West, it's not, you know, he's suffering from the idea of just, he hadn't gotten well since his mother died. You know what I'm saying? This is a person not dealing with, with trauma and other issues in his life. That's, you know, all these different things aren't who we are. That's that, there may, those may be individuals issues and problems, but it's not us as a whole. We don't have to imitate other, you know, what we see. We can create our own reality. We can be our own business owners. We can do all these different things. We don't have to, um, we don't have to reach out, you know, in every aspect of life and do what other people do and make our own path. But I think, and, and I guess I'm saying it's like, I, I began to value life more once I saw what life could like could actually produce and what it could actually create. And so restoring the hope within our the next generation and the, just the people around us, and it starts with you. Like So for the older men, restore the hope within you. Restore your, your motivation to reach beyond your comfort zone. If you look back and you sit and comfortable in your chair, my grandpa taught me this. He had already raised his kids and done what he needed to do in his community. And I looked at him and he still wasn't just comfortable in his chair. He still taught me. He still taught whoever was within his sphere of influence until the day he died. And I feel like that's one of the things that we need to do is just never get comfortable. I commend Raw Dog, you know, when he made the decision to bring Lil Man in his life. His kids were already gone. They was already ready to go to college or in college. And it's like, all right, well, here's another one. You know, and I, I look forward to doing the same thing and opening up my home to, and you know, I just, I think that that's, we're worth it, man. Like that's, we, no matter from whether you're 84, whether you're four, you know what I'm saying? Like you're beautiful, you're worth it and you got a future. And that's, that's, that's the last thing I got to say about it. Man, you guys got any closing thoughts on it? Yo, that's well said, bro. I don't think we can, well, they can go after that. Yeah, you hit it right on the head, Drew. All right. Well, check us out, man, at www.thebombshop918.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify. Spotify. Uh, <laughs> Apple. Anchor. Anchor. What's, it? What's, the, what's the one? Uh, uh, the one, the Apple uh, podcast. Uh, I can't think of the one that that's the first one that we ever put it on there. What was the name of it? Buzzsprout? <laughs> no. Are you what thinking of it? Anchor? Anchor. I, I forgot about iTunes, bro. iTunes, Wait a okay. We're the Barbershop 918. If you can't find us, that means you ain't looking for us. And if you ain't looking for us, then you're missing out. The best sports podcast on the planet. We are the Barbershop 918. You better recognize Yeet! What are we naming this show? Uh, this is the Carnation Milk. 
episode. <laughs> powdered, powdered milk. The powdered, powdered milk episode. Is it pet milk, powdered milk, carnation milk? milk? You gotta put water in it and it tastes like crap. Powdered milk. <laughs> the powdered milk episode. <laughs> I'm getting so tired of this cat coming in my yard. All right. It's a cat. It's literally a cat. It keeps oh. The neighbor. Like a dude. Like, what's a dude coming in your yard? Snap it. Hey, hey, get off my, hey, suck, get off my, get off my grass. Hey, sucker, get off my yard. Cat daddy. <laughs>